Suddenly a voice spoke my name and I spun around. It was the builder of the house. He placed in my hand a key on which was carved one word, faith. Turning back to the door, I inserted the key to the, in the lock, twisted it, and hearing a reassuring click, the door swung wide open and I stepped across the threshold. Immediately, the backpack fell off my shoulders. My back began to straighten like a wilting flower reaching for the sunlight. And from deep within me, my soul breathed a sigh of relief as an extraordinary sense of peace and well-being wrapped itself around me. The builder of the house welcomed me to my new home, explaining that everything in the house was now mine to enjoy. This was the house that Grace had built, and faith was the key. Faith was the key. Surveying my new surroundings, I saw that the house of salvation was a house with many rooms, and I was only in the foyer. Across the way was a door marked, answered prayer. And next to it was a door that said, daily victory. And next to it, every need supplied. The row of doors, each promising some spiritual blessings, stretched endlessly throughout the house. The discovery of these other rooms puzzled me, for I failed to mention that the foyer in which I stood was jammed with people. It seemed that everyone who entered the house stopped in the foyer, never advancing beyond it as though the foyer was the entire house. This was a little better than the highway. Couldn't they see that there's more to the house of salvation than the foyer? Surely the builder intended every room to be occupied. Hadn't he said that everything in the house was ours to enjoy? I, for one, had no desire to spend my life standing in the foyer. This is my, my father's house. I was his child, and all he possessed was mine. I went to the door marked answered prayer, grabbed the knob and twisted it. It was locked. I went to the next door and the next and the next. All were locked. By this time, I didn't try to pick the lock or knock on the door or knock the door down. I remembered my encounter with the front door and I knew there had to have a key. Although I had been in the house only a short time, I had somehow managed to accumulate a large number of keys. Rummaging through my collection, I selected one tagged doing your best, and I tried it. It didn't fit. Nor did the key of religious activities. The key of sincerity provided, proved to be useless. Next, I tried the key of tithing. I was getting desperate, but it was proven and powerless as the others. I was beginning to understand why the foyer was so crowded. And then I heard a familiar voice. It was the builder of the house. Child, he said, do you remember the key I gave you when you entered my house? Yes, I remember it. Well, what was it? Why, it was the key of faith, I answered. The key of faith, he said, is a master key that unlocks every door in the house. This was the greatest discovery of my life. Faith is the master key to the Christian life. From start to finish, salvation is by grace through faith uh, operation. Everything we get in the Christian life, we get by grace through faith. Grace makes it available, and faith accepts it. Grace is God's hand giving it. Faith is man's hand receiving it. Faith possesses what grace provides. Grace is God's part. Faith is man's part. It is our positive response to God's gracious offer, Everything God demands of man can be summed up in one word, faith. 
So that's my title was Faith 101. As, you know, reading that story and I was preparing um, the lesson, listening to this story, I said, you know, Lord, that is true. Everything, everything that we get from God is through faith. Everything. No matter what it is, no matter, you know, you know, people say, well, you do this and you do that, and you, whatever. No matter what it is, it's through the faith right. in God. Right. We have to have that faith. So, um, you know, you, you know, people try everything to get God's hand to move, but if you don't have faith behind all of that you're trying, right. it's useless. It's yes. powerless. It's just like that key that he tried, you know, well, let me try this. I'm going to work a little harder. Maybe I can get that key to open. Not when the Lord says it's got to be by faith. So our job is to do what the Lord says. So no matter what we go through in life, God's grace is always strong enough to get us through. We must tap into God's grace through faith. We must tap into all the faith that he's given us. He's already, and he's, excuse me, said in his word, he's given all of us a measure of faith or the measure of faith the measure of faith. So the faith that God has given us is his faith to get the job done. Yes. So keep that in mind. Amen. So if you want to enjoy God's grace, his unconditional favor, release your faith. So well, how do I do that? We've been saying it all along, but I'll say it again. First things first, got to get into the word of God. Sister Pat told us in prayer this morning, you got to work the word if you want the word to work for you. So you can't work it if you don't know it. First thing, got to get into that word. Put the word in your heart. How do you do that? By speaking it in your mouth, reading it, speaking it, saying it, reading it, speaking it, saying it, over and over, getting the word of God in your heart and to come out of your mouth to release the faith that God has already placed within us. He's already, he's given us an open book test. He's given us the answer and he told us this is how you're going to win. He's done it all. All we have to do is take, it by, take his word by faith. Yeah. Begin to, be, be, to believe and act on it. Now, this just may sound a little strong, but all that believes is not faith. All that believes is not faith. You may be trying this and say, well, I believe because of this. I believe because of that. All that believes, it may be presumption. You may be going, well, you know, this sister so-and-so did this, and I'm going to do it just like sister so-and-so did it. But if you don't have the word of God on, on what you're believing God for, you don't have faith in God's word, it is not going to happen. I don't care how many times sister so-and-so did it. I mean, you may have gotten 10, I mean, wondrous answers to your prayer by standing on the word of God, confessing the word of God, and the 11th one that come up, if you don't stand on that word of God, out of all the glorious victories that you've gone through, yes. you're going to have to get that same 11th victory where you got the first 10 right. by the word of God. Yes. Having faith in God. Faith in the word of God. Faith in God. I tell you, I, 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 I'm so, I am so thankful to God for his word. Yes. It is all we have, but it is all we need. Right. It is all we need. And you know, and I, I, you know, the Lord's been talking to me and I've been thinking, I said, Lord, when we don't stand, stand on your word, basically we're slapping God in the face. We're, we're slapping him in the face, saying, well, what you did, what Jesus did on the cross, the finished work of the cross was not enough to get this job done. Uh, it's a slap in his face when he said, you believe on me. When you believe on me, on my word, in me, you could ask what you will. 
He said, ask what you will. But the key, where's that faith? Where's the faith? I said, Lord, forgive me. For whenever I had not applied my faith in him the way I was supposed to, a lot of things that people think is faith is not faith at all. It's wishful thinking, selfish desires, positive thinking. And I'm not saying positive thinking is not good, but positive thinking is not faith. You know, I would prefer you to have positive thinking, positive attitude, as opposed to, you know, being depressed and, you know, everything is woe is me. But positive thinking is not faith. You know, so that's some of those little presumptions that, you know, Satan have you thinking, well, you know, I'm positive thinking, I'm going to be all right. I'm positive thinking, I'm going to be all right. I'm positive. Well, that's fine. But if you don't have the word back in that thinking that you're speaking out of your mouth, it's just like, and I heard um, Prefalo, Pastor Creflo Dollar, he was talking about this, this man that he was um, in, a, in, a, in a desert and he was thirsty and he died because he had no water. So they finally rescued a man out of, out of the desert and got him to a place where he could drink some water and they sat the water in front of the man. And he sat there and said, you know, I believe if I drink this water, I will not die. And he said, and one brother said, yeah. He said, you know, I believe if I drink this water right here, I shall not die. Somebody chimed and said, oh, yes. He said, I believe if I drink this water, I shall not die. Mm. The man dropped dead. He believed if he drank it, but he had no action to that thought. He had no faith behind those words. Water sitting in front of him, body crying out, give me water. And he's saying, I believe if I drink it, I'm going to live. I shall not die. And that's what some of the saints are. They're in that position. I believe if I say this, I'm going to be all right. But if you're not saying the word of God, you are not going to be all right. Let me tell you, you're going to be just like that brother, that deacon, sitting there with the water in front of him, dying of thirst. We don't want to be that way. We want to be the place that we know the word of God. We speak the word of God. We believe the word of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. We, you know, Sister Pat, I tell you, she was all in my message. You know, we, we think, we look at the situation and, 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 and say, well, I, this must be impossible for God. Just because it looks impossible to you don't mean it's impossible to God. It's just because it looks, you're looking through your eyes. But we can't be moved, and I have said it for years, not to be moved by what we see, but be moved by the word of God. What God's word says. I tell you, I love, I love the Lord. I love his word. So we just know the key that's going to open the door to all of God's promises is faith. The just shall live by faith. Four times the Bible declares the just shall live by faith. First time, let's go to Habakkuk 2 um, and 4. That's where we first hear talking about the just living by faith. And that's what the Lord wants. We have to live and walk by faith, God's faith. He's given it to us. He said, I want you, Habakkuk 2 and 4, behold his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. And if I said, the man's soul's not straight, but we as saints of God, we have our soul straight and we know 
that we shall and must live by faith. That's what the Lord wants. We as saints of God, throughout the day, throughout the week, is, faith is a lifestyle. It's a, a lifestyle. Not just when, when hard times hit and situations hit, well, I'm going to believe the word, I'm going to believe the No, faith is a lifestyle. The whole, all the time, the Lord wants to be involved in what we do. Romans 1.17 says the same thing. The just shall live by faith. Galatians 3 and 11 says the same thing. At the end of the service, you'll have all these scriptures because I'm kind of zipping through them really fast. Galatians 3 and 11 says the same thing. The just shall live by faith. Hebrews 10 and 38 says the just shall live by faith. So if, if God told us four times that the just shall live by faith, I think he means it. I think he wants us to pay attention to that. I think he wants us to abide by that. I think he wants us to hear his word, to know that we, the just, are to live by faith. So let's do what he says. Live by faith, that is a, style, a lifestyle. Not only are we saved through faith, but we must live through faith as well. Go with me to Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Ephesians 2. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any, lest any man should boast. We're, we're not boasting about how great we are and how great faith we have. We have this, this great faith that we can move on. No. He says, by, it's by grace. Everything that's been done for us is by grace. By grace. Through faith, we've been saved. So it's not that we've been so good at two shoes that, that, that the Lord saved us, because we were sinners, destined for hell, but because of the grace of God. And the things that God does for us is, is by his grace. It's through his grace that we receive these things from God, because he loves us. The Lord loves us. When we stand on his word, he is... He is um, obligated. He's obligated to do his word. He said, before one shot, a tittle of my word would fail, heaven and earth would be destroyed. God is obligated to do his word. When we speak his word, because of the grace that he has, because of the finished work of the cross, because of what Jesus did, God will do for us by grace. A lot of times we get tied into, well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just not as perfect as I should be. Well, I didn't read the Bible 15 times yesterday, and I didn't learn 30 new scriptures today. And, you know, all these, all these other pressures that Satan will try to put on you yeah. to make you think that it's your works that's going to get God to work for you. And it's not your works. Right. He said, lest any man should boast. So don't boast on anything you think you're done, you've yeah. done. It's by my grace. Yeah. It's my grace that saved you. It's by my grace. You are saved. It's by the grace of God that he didn't destroy the whole world and say, forget you all. I don't need you people. I'll start all over again. It's his grace yes. through faith that he does all these things for us because he loves us. And if we get to the point that we realize when we stand on the word of God, we can believe God because he is obligated. And he says, I hasten. I hasten I get in a hurry to perform my word for you when you speak my word yes. hallelujah he said I hasten I get in a hurry when I'm going to perform my word because you're standing 
on my word. You are believing my word. Hallelujah. Salvation started with faith and continues the same way. We live by faith all the way to eternity. We started by faith and we're ending by faith. All the way up to eternity is by faith. Hallelujah. Jesus said in Matthew 9, 29, according to your faith, be it unto you. Yes. It says according to your faith. And the thing about that, he says, according to your faith, be it unto you. But God has already given you faith. He has given you the faith to bring it to completion. He gave us the answer. Yes. He, he said, this, this is what's going to get you to the other side. Yes. This is what's going to bring you victory. I've given you my faith. So take the faith I've given you, give it back to me. Yes. Give me back my faith. Right. Said according to your faith, it'll be undone unto you, but you, gotta get, you have to release that faith back to God. You have to believe him enough to say, well, Lord, I'm standing on you where I believe God. I believe your word. You know, and you know, as I was preparing this, the Lord, you know, he, he was talking to me, saying, you know, why most people don't do what I tell them to do, why they don't, you know, as I, as I direct them to do, as following the word, he said, why they don't do it is because they really don't believe me. They don't believe me. I said, really, Lord? He said, that's why some people don't die. They don't believe my word. They don't trust me enough. They don't trust me enough to tithe to see that I will do what I said I was going to do. They don't know me enough. And I was uh, reading a, a book on faith, and this one um, preacher was talking. He said he was going to, it was in Colorado around March. Everything is frozen there. It's cold, it's icy and everything. And to do fishing, they do ice fishing on the lake. So... He, you know, he was with a friend, and the friend said, come on, Pastor, come on, I want you to come on, walk on the, on the lake with me. This is probably the only time you'll be able to walk on the water. You know, so, so the pastor, you know, he, he stood around the, the edge because he lives in, in a, a more warmer climate, and his lakes never freeze. So taking this man's word, he said, well, you, come on, you can walk out here on this ice with me. You know, he, he took a few steps, you know, he, and, 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 you know, very timid, very nervous because... In his mind, he knows what ice is not strong enough, will not stay uh, hard enough to support his body, let alone that man, the preacher, and anybody else who wanted to go out there on the lake with him. So he, he, he took a few steps, and then he backed off. Why did he do that? Because he knew in his mind, water don't freeze that, that hard to hold his weight. He said, now, you know, you could just maybe touch it, but it's not, it won't freeze hard enough to hold my weight. And you say, two of us. So, you know, he got back in the car. You know, he's a little shame of himself because he didn't, he didn't branch out too much. And so as they were driving, he looked by and they saw a man on the, in the middle of the lake sitting. And not only is he sitting in the middle of the lake, he has cut a hole in the ice, ice fishing. And the man said, the president said, I cannot believe that man is out there ice fishing on this lake. But the man said, let me tell you why he's, he's doing that. That man has lived here all his life. Right. He knows the ice. Yes. He knows the ice. Yes. So he knows this time of year, that ice is solid, it's, it's solid, it's a solid rock. Yes. And he knows he can get out on that ice. He can, you know, carve a hole in that ice yes. and do ice fishing and be at rest, <laughs> at peace 
sitting in the middle of the lake. Why? Because he knows the ice. The Lord said, that's the same way with me. When you know me, you'll trust me. In the middle of the lake, on ice, you're going to trust me. The key is, do you know him? Do you know the Lord? Do you know him like that, that you can trust him? He said, I want you... What the end of this of my lesson is, and I'm giving you the answer right now, what the Lord wants us to do is to rest in him. Yes. All in my message. She said the Pat gave us the, the analogy of resting in the teddy bear snuggled on. But that's yeah. what God wants his children to do, that's is right. to rest yes. in him. Yes. He says, have faith in me. That's right. when, you, when you find yourself... This is not to, to put you in condemnation. That's not what it is. But when you find yourself in a position where you're not trusting like you should, get back in the word. In that area that's, that, that you're not so sure of, get back in that word. Get built up on that word so you get to know God as he is, that you can trust him in that area. That's all he's saying. He's not beating us down. He's not, you know, with the fly spot. I'm not... You know, he's not doing that because we're not resting in that area. What he's saying, come on, go and get on back of my words. Spend some time with me so that you get to know me. You know, I know him. We've been married how many years now, dear? Thank you, Moki. 38 years. She, she, she knows. 38 years. So he knows me. He knows me. I know him. He knows me. I know his character. He knows mine. Why? We've been together for 38 years. We know each other. We've spent time with each other. You know, we've communed with each other, plus other lot of things. But, but we know each other, you know what I mean? So when you get to know the Lord, you'll trust him with anything. Because I've spent time with him. I've been in his presence. I've heard his word. He's spoken to me. I know him. So now I can rest in him. And I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning. And I told the Lord, I never want to stop learning. Right. Teach me. And because I, and, and, you know, a few weeks ago, I said, Lord, I want my faith to be real. I don't want presumption. I don't want to be presuming I'm doing the right thing and, and it's wrong. I said, teach me. Right. Yeah, I said, show me. That's right. And I, whatever it is, I'll do what you tell me to do. I, yes. I want to learn. I don't know it all. And I know I don't know it all. But, and, and, and as I'm learning, when I learn, I'm going to pass it on to you. Why? Because I want everybody to know. Yeah. Just like you, 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 you find a restaurant that got good food, you don't keep it to yourself. You tell some child, I went to so-and-so and so-and-so, and was my time almost up? Good Lord. I went to so-and-so, and, and the food was so good, I had, it was a delicious meal. Or you go to a store, and you get a real good deal, you get a real good bark. You don't keep it to yourself. You tell as many people as you, why? Because it's great. I want to share it. So when, I, when the Lord gets me and he tells me something good, I want to tell you. I want you to have the same joy, that same experience, that same, that, you know, exuberance. As you see, Sister Brad, bubbling over. You know, he wants us to get in his presence. Spend that time with him. Why? Because he loves us. He wants the best for us. Hallelujah. So, According to your faith, be it unto you. And, he, and he's already given it to you, okay? So it is by faith that we please God. Go with me to Hebrews 11 and 6. It's by faith that we 
please God. It says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. It is impossible. It is impossible to please God if we don't have faith. The scripture didn't say it's difficult to please God. The scripture said it's impossible to please God without faith, especially because he's already given you the faith that you need. So, you know, give it back to him. He said, well, in the situation, Lord, I'm bringing my faith to you because I, I know I can't do it on my own, but I believe your word. Yeah. I believe what you said. I mean, when you're in a test, in a trial, and you don't see the way out, you get into that word and you find that scripture and you stand on that word until you begin to believe God, yeah. that you believe what he says, believe what he says, and you don't stop until you hit rest. That's right. You don't stop searching and getting in, in, into the presence of God and getting into his word and confessing his word and believing his word until you hit that spot of rest. When you hit that spot of rest, you know it's already done because I have now taken it out of my hands. I have given it to God and I believe him. I believe what he says and now I'm resting. So you don't stop until you hit rest. I tell you, glory... That is what the Lord wants for us. Hallelujah. It is impossible, not difficult. It is impossible to please God without faith. Uh, Matthew 19 and 26b says, With God, all things are possible. All things, no matter what it is, all things. He says, with God, not with your situation, not what you think, not what you said, not what they said, not what you heard. He said, with God, with God. With God, all things are possible. When you begin to pray, I want you to start off with, Father God, I believe you. God, I believe you. I believe your word. And I am standing on your word because you cannot fail. Because of your grace, you will do this for me. Father, I believe that. Situation, money looks funny, things not looking the way they're supposed to be. I said, you know, Lord, in the beginning of the year, I don't know if it was the pastor or Elder DeVita that says that this year, we as saints of God are going to have to live, truly live by faith. And pastor told us, look, you ramp up, you, you ramp up your expectations because everything that you're going to get from God this year is by faith. Yeah. We have to do it by faith. Yeah. It's impossible to please God without it, but he said all Things are possible to him that believes, if we believe. So if you're having problems in your believing, what I want you to do, get back on that word until you hit rest. Get back there until you hit rest. Don't stop. I don't care what you have to do. I mean, if praise music all around, scriptures going day or night, whatever you need to do to get to that point of rest where you, that's right, God said it. When you know, when the, the light finally goes off, this, that's right. God's going to do this for me. God's going to do this for me. He, he, he's going to, I tell you, when I hit that point of rest, when I, when I went through that situation on last year, when I hit that point of rest, I said, it's already done. Of course, the Lord had to work on me on the floor, roll me around a little bit, he had to run me around. He did a little bit of everything to get me to that place of rest. I said, look, Dora, take my word. I'm bringing you out of this. Believe my word. Yes. 
I got your back. I will bring you out. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what they say. I don't care how many times Satan is shooting darts at your brain. Just because he shoots those darts of doubt in your brain does not mean you are doubting. Do you understand? The thoughts will come, but it doesn't mean that you're doubting. Send the thoughts back and say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm resting here. I got the Lord's got this and I am resting in him. So whatever it is, rest. You get to that place, you got that word, God's giving you that word, Lord, I'm resting. I, it, it is a done deal. And when you hit rest, Satan tries his best to blow you away. Say, uh-uh, talk to the hand, because I'm not receiving it. I have hit rest. That's where God wants us to be. That's the end of my, the lesson that I'm not going to get to today. But that's what he wants, so I jumped in. I just gave you a head of time. But that's what he wants us to hit that point of rest. Oh, glory to God. His word is forever settled in heaven. If he can get us to the point where we just believe his word, Lord, I believe, Lord, I believe. And I know by grace, by your grace, it's going to be done. It's already finished. The work is finished. I believe it's already done. I believe, I believe it's finished. Now I'm going to rest. Thoughts will come to your mind and say, no, I'm resting. Yes. I'm resting in the Lord. That's right. I'm doing as he tells me to do. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm already walking in love, so that's not an issue. Right. I've already given, so that's not an issue. I'm at the point now where I'm just resting because God said he's going to do it, and he cannot lie. That's right. He cannot lie. Right. He cannot lie. Right. Satan tries to attack you, but I say, oh, wait, you don't have the right to attack this body. I don't right. care. You don't have the right. This body belongs to God. You want to try to attack this body, you go see the Father God. You understand? Yes. Because he says, I'm healed. And body, you will line up with yes. the word of God. You will line up with the word of God. You will line up with the word of God that says, I am healed. Yes. Jesus took this sickness. He took this pain by the stripes that Jesus bore. That's the word of God. And guess what? I believe God. I believe his word. Father, I'm now at rest. That's where he wants us to be. No, no, I'm resting. Thoughts come. No, I'm I'm resting. Pain hit. No, 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 pain. I'm resting. No, I'm resting. I've got to the point that I know and I believe God's word. Have faith in God. God. That's a little further in my lesson, but that's what Jesus told us. He said, all this other stuff, what I want you to do, have faith in God. I've jumped that lesson, but you just had to have that. You just needed to have that part to get you to the rest of the week. Just no matter what, no matter what. Since all things are possible to him that believes, it is by faith that we overcome the world. First John 5 and 4 said, Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. It is by our faith that we overcome the world. It's by our faith that God's given us. He's given us the faith to overcome. He just wants to know, will you believe that word? Will you believe that you are an overcomer? Will you believe that you are the champion? You are a champion. Will you believe my word and stand on my word and have faith in me? This is God saying, not me, in God. Having faith in God to believe what he says. He says, all things, all things, all things are possible to him that believes. So what I want you to do this week is work on your believing part. 
Father, I believe you. I believe God. I believe the words that Jesus spoke. I believe all of them. Find it. Whatever area in your life that's not where it's supposed to be, get that scripture and you meditate on that scripture yes. day and night. That's what the Lord told us. Meditate on that scripture day and night, day and night, day and night, day and night. Get that word until your belief factor starts rising. Until you say, I, I hit rest. I, I hit rest. I hit rest. Why? I believe God's word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I believe his word. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What he says is mine. That confession we said at the beginning, I believe the word, whatever the Bible says is mine, is mine. So if your finances is looking funny, you get into that word about the finances, God supplying all your needs, and he wants to bless you and increase you more and more and more and more. And you begin to meditate on those words until you hit rest. I believe God. Your body's being attacked, you get on that word until you hit rest and stand on the word of God. I, you know, I, I do daycare and I tell you all the time, so the kids come and go, that's, that's just the nature of the beast. And come September, I'll, I'll have what is projected that I'll have my two grandchildren, I have my two grandchildren. I said, well, Lord, you know that is not enough. That, that is, that's, that's not even gonna do. No. I said, and you know, I, 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 I'm ready for some increase now. So I said, right. well, Lord, I'm, we're dealing with faith and you told me that I have to, um, receive all of your grace, everything I receive from you by grace through faith. So I said, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I, right now I want three more children, full-time children. I, I, I'll, I'll start a minimum, a minimum of, a minimum of three full-time paying the full rate children. Additional, not to the ones I have, an addition. And I said, I, I'm, I, I leave your word. I believe your word. By faith through grace, I believe your word. I said, I want, I want it back to where I have a waiting list, like I used to have a waiting list. I want it back that way. That's, that's my waiting list. That's, that's what right. I want. And I said, Lord, I thank you for that. That's right. And, and I said, that's it. I, I let it go. That's it. I gave it to the Lord. I got a phone call from this lady. She said, you know, I got, I got your name from a friend. And this is one of my very first daycare parents. Her child has since gone to college, graduated college, got a job, traveling the world. And she recommended a child wow. to me. I said, well, Lord, you know, you got this. That's right. I, 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 my, my job is to release my faith and receive and, and hit, I hit rest with that. I hit rest and I said, oh, wow, Lord, that was fast. I said, I said you know, because I told her, I said, now, Lord, when I teach this, I, I want to have results before I teach this. So that as I'm teaching, they, you know, they, they, well, she's not just blowing when I decide her mouth. You know, and, and I said, I, 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 want, I want to do this and see it. Amen. Didn't that phone ring? She's coming Monday so I can meet her little baby. I said, Lord, you are so good. God is so good. I said, if I'm going to be in this daycare business until you change it and take me to another, to wherever else you want me to go, another level in you and whatever, if I'm going to do this, I might as well have the abundant supply. If I'm going to be in the house anyway, I might as well be abundantly supplied while I'm in the house. So now when you want to take me out of the house and we go to do whatever else, I'll be ready. I'm willing and obedient whatever way you want to go. But while I'm here, if I'm going to be here, let's time for some overflow. Right, so practice, right. I like that overflow. That's so right. I said, Lord, I thank you. Thank you 
Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. His word works. Do you understand? Whatever your situation you're facing, whatever it is, we've said it for years, but I mean, I've got a new, I guess a new zeal in the fact of knowing, new appreciation, that's a good word. Knowing that word, it works. God's word works. Have faith in God. That's what Jesus said. And have faith in God. Thank you for listening to today's message. Visit www.rwolfc.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 